listening to Avocado Toast, which is a member of the Ace Podcast Network. Alright, I think we're just gonna get right into it because uh, I am sick and my voice is gonna cut out at any moment, so we're gonna try and power through this real quick. Welcome to episode... Nicely done. <laughs> Welcome to episode... What is this? 11? 12. 12. Yeah. <clears throat> Welcome to episode 12. Um, Avocado toast. I'm Nicole Otto. I'm Jesse Alperin. And we're gonna do this shit. Um, yeah. In the news, do we have... Wait, hold on. I also wanna... Before we even yeah. get into it, um, I wanna apologize for us not having mm. an episode last week, and then we're recording this on Sunday because my family was away... And then Nicole was doing the scavenger hunt, and then I just got back from being away again today. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. That is why. Also, if you want to join our Facebook group, it is Avocado Toast Lovers. Yes. So. Which is kind of misleading now that I think about it. I know, but I thought it would be funny. It is funny. Um, all right. So, in the news, um, sh- I Let's think- do that last. Yes. So, in case you're wondering what we're going to be doing last, that is... Talking about the Charlottesville riot and then attack and counter protest marches. We're going to do that last. Yeah, because that leads right into our topic. So, first though. First though. Okay, so. <coughs> um, as I'm sure we've all heard by now, because it's kind of old news, uh, Scaramucci was in office for 10 days. Except technically not. It was negative 16, right? Yeah, he wasn't supposed to start until, what, August 10th or 15th or something like that? Uh, um, and he got know. fired, like, 16 days before he was set to take office. He, oh, and the thing that I really wanted to point out, um, this man, so first of all, um, if you go back in Scaramucci's tweet history, which I think he actually deleted these, but people already, like, screen-capped them before oh, he deleted good. them. Um, there's a lot of tweets that Scaramucci put out about, like, climate change. Like, he's not a, or at least he wasn't, a climate change denier. He um, posted other things about, like, your rights. I don't remember exactly what he said, but, like, uh, he had a lot of tweets that were, like, not uh, in line with, like, the kind of shit that Trump is preaching. Um, but he deleted those when he got, like, hired or whatever so that he could see more, like, pro-Trump or whatever. Um, and... This man, um, in order to, like, pursue this job, he literally divorced his wife. Yep. Um, <coughs> well, I think the divorce was already filed. Yeah, well, like, they, yeah, he, well, he and his wife were estranged. Yeah. And then I think the divorce was finalized, um, after he got hired or whatever. He missed the birth of his child. Yep. He, like, just sent his text a white, or he sent his wife <laughs> a text. I'm on so much cold medicine right now, you have no idea. Um, he sent his wife a text message about, like, the birth of their son or something like that. Um, I forgot what the third thing was, but it was just so funny, and he got fired! It was all for naught! Yep. Yep. That's what I live for. Um, <coughs> last week, BuzzFeed reported that Republicans are taking steps to avoid a repeat of the healthcare disaster. Um, I think this is referring to, um, taxes and stuff, like tax reform, because, um, Budgeting will be coming up in September, October, um, which almost definitely is going to lead to... A um, government shutdown. Yep, a government shutdown, which <coughs> we've mentioned before, we are very against, and we would love for the government to not have a shutdown, but it almost definitely will. Yeah. 
Um, I feel like a bunch more has happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, I have, I have a lot. Good. <laughs> I, I mean, I could have collected more news than I did, but I was You've on vacation. Busy. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so I found a post on Tumblr talking about, um, uh, how Venezuela is going to be entering dictatorship. Yep. There's been very minimal, like, news coverage. Yeah. Um, so this was the only place I was able to, like, notice anything about this. And according to this post, you know, so, like, obviously I can't verify it because most of the stuff doesn't have sources. Mm -hmm. Um, 15 people died in riots on July 30th, um, and people are starving to death, um, not because they don't have any money, but because there isn't any food in supermarkets. Mm -hmm. You know, like, the whole country is kind of in uproar, I guess. Yeah. Um, there are, you know, like, more links and things in this. If you want us to go in depth into explaining this, um, feel free to comment down below on the SoundCloud or message us on our Twitter or on our Facebook. Yeah. Um, I know that, like, <clears throat> there's also a, um, 22-year-old, I think his name is Jean Paolo. Yeah. Um, in, he, he is, like, from Venezuela, um, and he is visiting... <laughs> for a month like to visit his family when he's he had like just graduated college i'm not making much sense but like if you wanted it's he's been um filming all of the riots and stuff that he's been or not not riots all of the protests mm -hmm. that he's been going to um since he arrived back in venezuela so if you wanted to um know more about that i'm sure you could google like jean paulo venezuela mm -hmm. it's like the millennials um, perspective of, like, the Venezuela crisis or something like that. He's, like, 22 years old. If you put in all that information, I'm sure you'll find it. Yeah. Um, so this is, you know, like, a fun little Trumpism. Oh, God. Um, so two weeks ago at this point, because I wrote last week, it was definitely two weeks ago now, Trump had one of his quote-unquote people call and threaten Senator Murkowski, who is chairwoman of the Senate Natural Resources Committee and has oversight of the Department of Interior and its funding. Funding! Wow, Nicole and I are both having a hard time. But um, I have an excuse. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. But they, they threatened a senator who doesn't have to answer to them Especially in terms of funding. I don't know what this was about, but I was so just, like, appalled that they threatened her. So, everything that's been happening is, like, a blur at yeah. this point. It's just a whole horrible it's... blur. Yeah. Oh, wait, but what was the, um... Um, hold on. Going back to the Scaramucci thing, though. Oh. Yeah, something else happened... With Scaramucci? Behind the scenes. Remember how- Oh, yes, because the Scaramucci thing was going on. Yeah. Yes. Something, so- I Yes, I do know. You do know? Yes. Go ahead. Okay, so this happened last time. Um, and I mean, I, I'm so bitter because I fell prey to it. I was like, oh, all these fun political people that I like to listen to are talking about Scaramucci. This is what always freaking happens. Every time anything goes wrong in the Trump administration with, like, his officers and people who are working under him, his underlings, um, <coughs> something always happens with Russia. So, That's what it was. Yes. Oh, it was the, um, Brown... Bro Browden. That's Trump's old, um, dude. Yeah, well, I remember I'm reading, great at I remember words. reading this. Okay. It was... So while the whole Scaramucci thing was 
very widely publicized and almost exclusively covered by the media. What was happening that same week was um, this dude, God, I wish I remembered his name, um, but he was testifying before the Senate. Um, oh, uh, wait, I was going to talk about something else. <clears throat> oh, my God. Yeah, two things involving, like, Trump and Russia. Yeah. So they both happened in this last week. Okay, so should I just continue? Yeah, keep going. Okay. Um, this dude, I think his last name is, like, Browden or Brownman or something like that. Um, he testified in front of the Senate. He actually was supposed to testify a week earlier, but mm. the Senate, like, pushed his particular testimony back. He was testifying about... Um, like, the, basically, like, Russia's kind of behind-the-scenes, um, underground political sphere, and how it's, like, influencing American politics. I did read about this. <clears throat> yeah, because I sent it to you, and so, like, so basically this dude who used to be a very successful businessman in Russia, who's from the U.S., gave a testimony to the Senate about the secret underground Russian political sphere that's influencing U.S., the U.S. politics right now, um, he talked about how he used to be, um, like, good, he, like, he used to be good with Putin, like, they didn't have any animosity towards each other, um, but when he, like, this dude, um, uncovered a $230 million scandal that Putin was a part of, um, this dude from the U.S. got accused of tax evasion and kicked out of Russia and he was barred from going back in, um, his, uh, lawyer for the case, his name was, like, Sergei Magnitsky, Magnitsky, there we go, um, so his lawyer for the case actually wound up getting beat to death in 2009 because of his connection to this businessman and his, um, hand in, like, exposing the money scandal case, um, and, like, there's actually a lot more in depth about his beating, like, he was, arrested and beaten and tortured in prison and then moved to, like, a maximum security prison with, like, all of the worst, most violent offenders in Russia. And he was, um, I think beaten up by, like, inmates and then he was thrown in, like, um, um, what, what is it called when you're by yourself? Isolation? Yeah, he was thrown in, like, isolation, but then a bunch of guards, like, went into, like, the isolation chamber or whatever and, like, mm -hmm. beat him to death. Oh my god. Yeah. So, um, this whole thing led to the passage of the Magnitsky Act, which freezes assets um, and bans visas of those who had a hand in Magnitsky's death, as well as any other human rights abusers. Um, <clears throat> but Putin doesn't like that because all of his illegally laundered money is kept in the West, and this leaves him vulnerable to asset freezes. So Putin is trying valiantly to get rid of the Magnitsky Act, and that's kind of where his underground network of Russian advisors and political pawns come into play. Mm. Um, and so, like, um, the, what this has to do with, like, the U.S. politics is that because this whole connection between Trump and Putin um, and, like, Trump's steadfast, uh, like, clinging to his whole, like, I'm a businessman. Yeah. Um, the fact that there's so much money involved, like, and how easily influenced he is. By money, especially. Yeah. So, people are, uh, this, uh, businessman was just, like, giving this huge account, and it's, it's, the Senate, I think, described it as, like, like, the most important testimony I think the Senate has yes. ever heard, or something like that. It was yeah. humongous, but it got completely thrown under the rug because 
of this whole very public Scaramucci thing. Yep, that's because the Trump administration knows how to use the media. Yeah. And it's super dangerous. Yeah. Um, But the other thing that happened this past week was that um, around the same time, like, it was like a few days after, it was like within a span of a few days, it was very close together, um, uh, uh, there was sort of like, um, like a search, an investigation of Trump's former head of his, um, what did he run? His campaign. Mm -hmm. His former campaign manager. Not Kellyanne Conway. She wasn't the campaign manager. Um, I don't remember what this guy's name was, but they sort of like... The way that I heard it described was that they kind of knocked down his door and was were like, we are now searching your house. We have a warrant. We're searching you for any sort of like things that could show that you've colluded with Russia oh, um, and tampered with the election. So... That's um, very big, too. Yep. And I haven't heard, like, really anything about that. There was more coverage on that than there was on the testimony. But, I mean, I also, since what happened this weekend, um, and the fact that I was on vacation the week before, I really have not been looking at the news. Yeah. Understandable. So. Um, I know that there's also Trump's trying to launch his own, like, news network on Facebook. Oh, yeah. To, like, combat, like, the corrupt media or whatever like this is which by the way starting your own news station because you think that the media is lying to you is a pinnacle of fascism it's so much it's so much like it's fascist propaganda yes that's the base of it Mm -hmm. um and that's very dangerous yeah um there were some other things that happened um so we all know that scaramucci was fired and the person hired in his place was john kelly um uh, I don't remember who John Kelly was before he became whatever Scaramucci was, which was whatever Spicer was. I don't fucking know. I don't even care. Some, oh, n- d- communications director. Oh. Something like that? Yeah, some, yeah, communications director. Um, but Kelly had, he, like, helped fire Scaramucci, so it was like, hmm, oh God. snake. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, on August 3rd, the um, Secret Service vacated Trump Tower. So now our taxpayer dollars are not going towards protecting two places for the first family to live. Sweet. Yeah. Um, not like it really matters because there's like 5,000 Trump kids. So <laughs> right. I guess they're going to protect them all or whatever. I think they signed a Russian sanctions bill. Yeah. So they signed some bill saying like, hey, Russia... We're sanctioning you or whatever. And then Putin got fucking pissed and kicked all the U.S. ambassadors out of Russia. Yes. Um, and Trump uh, thanked him for that? I, I'm not joking. He literally... What? He thanked them for that. I. This man has no idea what he's doing. No. And I, I, I only saw it on, like, a, a um, news scroll. So, like, I didn't... I don't have the full story on that. Yeah, and I like, wrote a question mark and then dash research, which I never did. Yeah, but I heard that, like... He thanked Putin for kicking all the U.S. ambassadors out, which is cool, 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 cool. It's really not, just to be clear. Yeah. That's, like, really very dangerous. Oh, God. Uh, all right. I'm guessing next on the docket is North Korea? I didn't write anything about North Korea, because I think that was mostly when I was on, like, really deep in vacation. Yeah, I actually had a panic attack one night. Because oh, my God. I, well, no, yeah, because I read a post that was talking about, like, hey... 
um, here's what you have to do if your, t- like, place gets hit with, like, a literal nuclear oh, bomb. Oh, I saw a lot of those, and I was like, I am not gonna prepare myself for this right now. Yeah, no, it freaks me out. Um, so, like, <clears throat> this bit of news is basically Trump just keeps running his fucking gross butthole mouth and um, is, like, threatening North Korea. He and North Korea are having, like, a sink... No, it's literally... They're having a pissing contest. I was just gonna say that, but it's not even, like, oh, the U.S. versus North Korea. It's literally Trump. It's only him versus um, Kim Jong-un? Il-un. Un. The I wish leader I knew. of North Korea. Um, I think it's Un. Yeah, it's just those two. They're the only two involved in this, and the collateral damage, if something happens, is immense, and millions of people will die. Yep. But Trump can't shut his goddamn mouth. Nope. Also, have you been seeing all the people, like, online comparing, like, the U.S. to North Korea? No, but I I'm the... It's just, like, a lot of... are probably astounding. They're actually not. They're not? It's a lot of people running their mouths and not knowing anything about dictatorships okay because like the people there are like starved they don't have any access to any media right like you can barely have communications <coughs> like outside of the country and it was like this whole post like explaining why we need to stop sort of comparing the u.s to russia because they're so different and the situation in north korea is pretty dire for most of the people who live there yeah and, like, I wish I could remember or, like, had saved it. I must, I guess I didn't think that we were going to talk about Russia. Mm-hmm. Russia? You kept North saying Korea. Russia, but it's been, yeah, North Korea. Fuck, fuck. Um, but, yeah. <coughs> the fact of the matter is that, um, I really just don't want to get involved in a nuclear war. I kind Me of, either. Like, like, I've kind of read about it a little bit. I was reading like, that North Korea allegedly doesn't have the same level of nuclear capabilities as, like, some of the other powers, like Russia or China. Yeah, that's entirely true. However, I still would not... They could still bomb a city. Yeah, I still would not like a bomb to fall, considering that we live in Maryland, and we live... Right by D.C. Right by D.C. Well, soon we'll be moving to uh, other major cities. Right, but... Well, okay, also, because you're going... major cities. Yeah, I'm also, um... Right near New York? I know. Like, New York City? Yeah. That's why I was like, well, it's at least it's not the capital, but it's still not great. I have just a big red target on my back, and I'm not excited. Is North Korea closer to East Coast or West Coast? West Coast. Okay. Yeah, Nicole's bad at geography. By California <laughs> is all I have to yeah, say. Yeah, that's why they've been threatening Guam recently. I don't know where the fuck that is. Okay, but... it is like a Pacific Island nation country. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Territory. That place. Yeah, but um, there's also been a lot of posts and articles talking about what the historical significance of Guam is mm-hmm. and why this is important. And, like, if Trump moves troops, it'll have, like, big impacts or whatever. We can probably focus on this next week if it yeah. continues to be a big issue, which it probably will. Yeah. Um, knowing him, but I mean, I think we should focus more of it on what recently happened. What recently happened because we were, yeah, there's just a lot to be said. Yes. So there is like, I think there's at least one more piece of news before we get there. Cool. Um, the first being that, um, Joseph Nicolosi died and he is the guy who is basically the father of, um, electroshock therapy, like conversion therapy. Oh, rest in hell. Yeah. So, uh, I wrote, he's dead! (laughs) Like, with a bunch of exclamation points, I was very excited. 
Um, oh, and I do have a very interesting post that I kind of want to touch on. I definitely sent it to you because it was about people <laughs> thinking that the word queer is a slur word, which it's not. Oh, is that the one? Yeah, you sent yeah. that to me. I thought that, like, it's totally relevant to talk on here because yeah. we recently did a post. A post. We recently created a Tumblr post about this. Um, okay, so someone sent an ask to this other blog, yeah, and they said, um, queer's a slur, grow, grow up. up. That's my favorite part. <laughs> yeah, and then the person who it was sent to was like, um, queer was reclaimed as a non-heterosexual, non-cisgender word in the 1980s, and it was just like, because you you remember those campaigns in, like, 2010, where it was like, uh, words to describe how things are not cool. Why would you choose gay? I also distinctly remember Hillary Duff telling a girl that um, she was like, "What if? What if? What everyone thought something was stupid? They'd I... be like, oh, that's so girl wearing a, a skirt as a tank top or something like that.'" And it was just so brilliant. I was like, "God, drag her, Hillary." It was so funny. But yeah, I remember all the campaigns saying, "When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off." Yeah, which is nice because like. It's, I feel like that's a much better way to go about it than, like, oh, we can't use that word now because they used it to hurt us that one time. Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, we've already reclaimed queer. And this post was really interesting because it was like, well, no one's saying we should stop using the word gay as a label. Like, exactly. It was really interesting. And it was also talking about how um, uh, cis lesbians and gays have been, like, taking historical evidence of, like, queer people's involvement in LGBT like, rights and, like, Mm -hmm. history, um, and sort of, like... Erasing it? Erasing it by altering the, like, documents and the photos. You're talking about the posters? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at the poster right now. So it says, you only gave us rights because we gave you riots. Gay power. That is the edited version. The original version, which is a photograph on, like, a poll, says, you only gave us rights because we gave you riots. Queer power. And it's clearly, like, um... It's very clearly edited. Yeah, but the original is definitely, like, um, people of color and people who are not necessarily, like, they don't look like your stereotypical, like, cis people, which I think is, like, very important. Um, And my favorite part of this is that it ended with a picture of a yod pointing up, and yod is, like, it's, like, this pointer finger type of, like, metal, it looks... Statue? No, no, no. It's basically a pencil... But it can't write anything, and it's got a finger at the end of it. It's Yad means hand in Hebrew, and we cool. use it to read the Torah because uh, it's oh, made out of one. yes, it's yeah. made out of animal skin. You can't touch it because it like you know ruins the quality gotcha, of the gotcha, skin gotcha. and the ink. Um, but it's really funny to me because it's just the Yad pointing up, and it says this, <laughs> which just makes me imagine that it was written by um, a queer Jewish person. Mm-hmm. Time to go to what we did not want to talk about, but we have to, because yeah. I originally was hoping that we could just be like, we understand what happened, it's bad, we're not going to talk about it. Um, but then... Events happened today that yes. prompted us to really, because our eyes were very open to... How much of this we need to talk about. Yeah, so we're going to stop being around the bush. Um, so we all know that Charlottesville has a Nazi problem right now. There was a organized um, march. march by Nazis, um, and the news has been saying white supremacists, they're fucking Nazis. They had Nazi salutes, Nazi chants, Nazi par- uh, paraphernalia. Yes. Um, so, yeah, and they were marching with torches saying, 
um, things about how, like, I don't... The Jews will not replace us? That's the only one that I really remember. They said the Jews will not replace us because that was definitely the most horrific, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. The other things were sort of like, don't let the whites die out. They're not... What? Just a bunch of, like, really Ridiculous nonsense. Anti-Semitic racist bullshit. Yeah. Um, and then, uh... This was, they were marching on UVA campus. Yes. And so this wasn't, like, big news most places the night of the riots. Right. I, well, not riots. It was, um, I think it did erupt into violence towards the end of it, but yeah. I, I tried to really stay away from this because I don't... It's very traumatizing to read about. Yeah, it. yeah. And especially, like, as a Jewish person, it really hurts a lot to read about Nazis, so I just generally don't. Yeah. Um... But I think it ended in violence, and then the next morning, you know, like, there was more word about it, more people had heard about it, you know, from Twitter and Tumblr, and I'm pretty sure BuzzFeed reported on it, and, like, probably most places other than, like, Fox and CNN. Right. Um, and then the next morning, there was uh, a Black Lives Matter counter-protest. Um, it was basically just a march, um, and there is this horrible video, which, if you have not seen it, um, you probably should not watch it. Yeah, I wasn't planning on it. Um, but I will be describing this here, so if you want to skip ahead, feel free. Um, so the march is going on, people are walking, and they have sort of parted um, so that cars can go through. And so, you know, like they, there's some cars, they're just going like at a normal speed, and then all of a sudden, this one car towards the back speeds up, and people go flying. Like Jesus. Yeah, it was horrible it was probably the worst thing i've ever seen um so if you like please don't watch it if you know you can't handle it yeah um i was told by one person that it is traumatizing not to watch it and by another person that it was too important not to watch so i decided to watch it Mm -hmm. um it was yeah and so one person died from that yeah um but then i'm what I know is not, I I can't necessarily back up the rest of what I know because I have been avoiding the news, mm-hmm. um, was that there, I heard that a few more people died. So far, what I heard was one person is dead, 19 are injured. Yes, yes. Um, that was the last thing that I saw, the, that number, I mean, the people of the injured, it could have risen, Yeah, the death toll could have risen, but like, either way, people <coughs> legitimately died from this. yeah. Um, um, and the person who was driving the car has been identified. I'm not sure if they've been... He's been charged. He's been charged? Has, is he in custody? Yeah, I think he's been charged with manslaughter. Yeah. Um, let me... And there's, like, tons and tons of evidence that he was there because he was a Nazi. And he wanted to... I don't even know. Wanted to hurt normal people who aren't Nazis, I guess. hmm So... Um, all right, yeah, this this is an article from CNN, um, posted, is today the 13th? Yeah, it is. And blaze it. <laughs> um, this was updated at 1.34 a.m. today, sun, Sunday, August 13th, um, and it says, one person was killed and 19 were hurt when a speeding car slammed into a throng of counter-protesters in Charlottesville, where a, quote, unite the right, re- unquote, rally of white nationalists and other right-wing groups had been scheduled to take place, the city tweeted on its verified account. Um, a 32-year-old woman was killed while walking across the street. Um, chief, the chief of police, uh, well, that's what the chief of police said. Um, 
Oh, two Virginia State Patrol troopers were killed in a helicopter crash while, quote, assisting public safety resources with the ongoing situation in Charlottesville. I actually follow someone on Tumblr Mm -hmm. whose uncle was one of the troopers that were killed in the helicopter crash. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, And she just said, like, if it wasn't for Trump um, kind of inciting and, like, inviting this kind of awful um, violence uh, and just, like, awful racism and anti-semitism and all this stuff her her uncle would still be alive because he wouldn't yeah. have had to cover this shit mm-hmm. um so that's terrifying um yeah jay cullen that was the the uncle yeah um but yeah they died in the crash um and so then you have the governor virginia governor terry mcauliffe mm-hmm. um he had a pointed message for the right-wing groups that flocked and i I will say I don't like that they keep saying right wing because it's they're, it's they're Nazis. Yeah, and the, they're fascists. The use of like the use of right wing can be applied to like Republicans and stuff like that. Yeah, people who aren't crazy. Yeah, but like when people are inciting violence and literally killing other people mm-hmm. and using um, Nazi hand signals and other st- like literally people were wearing Nazi swastika armbands arm and stuff like that. Um, call it what it is call them nazis because that's what they are mm-hmm. and using right wing kind of waters down the seriousness of and it's extremely serious yeah it's all yeah um and so he had a pointed message for these guys um the virginia governor said go home you are not wanted in this great commonwealth shame on you um that's an interesting way to say commonwealth right yeah because it's a commonwealth of virginia for some reason they don't call it a state mm-hmm. um <coughs> I also know for a fact that, so, like, um, Trump's response to this was bullshit, as usual. Oh, yeah, he was like, there's violence on both sides. No, no, no. No. Um, he made a very, just, grossly, I mean, A, I want to say uninformed, but I also feel like, at this point, like, yeah, he's a fucking idiot, but there's no, there is no feasible way for anyone, especially the President of the United States, to not know exactly what was going on there. Yep. Um, and so, just claiming that, like, oh, there's violence on both sides, like, we condemn all of the, like, awful actions that happened tonight in the strongest possible ways, but so many, especially, like, white senators and, like, um, representatives in the government who are on both, like, the, you know, Democratic and Republican um, sides, like, they're diametrically opposed, all of them were saying... You need to call this out, explicitly condemn oh, the Nazis, because yeah. this is not okay for you to just try and make this some kind of, like, two-sided issue. There's not... I, I think I remember someone tweeting, like, this is not a two-sided issue. It's one-sided, and, you know, that side is that there are fucking Nazis in the U.S. Yeah. Unashamed. Yeah. Not wearing hoods or anything like that. Yup. Um, horrible. Yeah. So, which kind of leads us into yeah 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 so we're gonna be now leading into this topic of modern anti-semitism the reason for this is because um so okay hmm let's preface this so we all know i'm jewish we all know as i have historic like explained through history and stuff in our second episode jews aren't technically white they're technically other um there are some jewish people of color um, but Jews are not considered white by the vast majority of white people. We have not been treated like white people. Um, and unless you are a Jewish person of color, you're technically other. And since race is, you know, a social construct, mm-hmm. we don't need to necessarily fit into any of these things because, I mean, 
it's not like it matters. It's the way people treat us, and they treat us like crap. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I am Jewish. Also, um, I love Charlottesville. Um, I did a writing program there, so I know a lot of people who grew up there and who, like, have lived there, and so a lot of people that I know who responded first, you know, like, online, obviously I don't know anyone who was there because for some reason... I don't know. It's, like, hard for people to get to marches, mm-hmm. which is understandable because, you know, you have to physically be there, physically be able. Yeah. Um, but um, pretty much everyone who responded first and immediately were people who were either, like, natives to the Charlottesville area or who um, go to UVA or who went to this camp with me or who, you know, grew up in that area and were Jewish. Mm-hmm. So... Hearing from them first, being like, this is horrible, this shouldn't be happening, was, like, very, very nice. Um, I actually posted recently a few, like, relief funds on my Facebook, um, if you're friends with me. Um, not like you have to donate, but, um, from those people who are, like, give to the, these reliefs that will specifically help Charlottesville. Yeah. Um, which is very nice. Um, but then, after that, um, I... I'm friends with, you know, many people of color on Facebook, um, people who I have worked with as, like, peers in theater and have uh, had as mentors in theater, um, and also people that I've been seeing on Twitter. Um, not so much on Tumblr because I really forced my way into Jumblr, Jewish Tumblr, to make sure that I'm getting that information because it's not most other places. Gotcha. Um, but, like, one of my mentors... Um, who is Latino and he's very vocal. Um, he posted about how this is happening because Trump is a racist and so it's affecting, um, Latinos and black people. And I was like, really kind of frustrated that he completely left out Jewish people in a situation dealing with Nazis who were saying out loud, the Jews will not replace us Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna say this a million times because the events that happened today with me that nicole was sort of present for because it was online have to do with the fact that people just cannot keep hearing those words the jews will not replace us because they don't believe that it's a threat and -hmm. they don't think that it's real but they're fucking saying it it's a fucking threat yeah. I actually did not see anyone comment on that until just now. My cousin, who lives in Massachusetts, she um, just posted about that, talking about how they don't want to replace us. No, they, whatever, you know. The anti-Semitism. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, yeah, she's like the only vocal person in my family. I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, but he posted that, and I said, I commented underneath it, I said, um, and the fact that Bannon is a raging, vehement anti-Semite. And he was like, yes. Um, but I wish that, like, he had mentioned it, too. You know? Especially yeah. seeing someone who, like, is a mentor. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, my favorite writer, who I follow on Twitter, and I'm pretty sure I've talked about her before, mm-hmm. um, Hannah Moskowitz. She is very, very vocal about queer issues, Jewish issues, and disabled issues. Mm-hmm. Um and she was talking a lot about how, like, we can't forget that, that, like, this is going to be affecting Jewish people, but if Jewish people aren't talking about it, 
like you can't just discount them because the reason they're not talking about it is because they have a lot of ancestral like trauma to work through and it's like thinking about Nazism and having to hear that word and seeing it is so incredibly loaded for so many Jewish people that many of us like can't handle like ruminating on it or like even doing anything about it especially not immediately right um and she's the only person that i saw talk about it um she's also the person that said probably not to watch the video of the crash Mm -hmm. um everything that i was seeing on twitter was um people were like retweeting like crazy and only talking about the threat that this posed for um People people of color which is yes it's a threat for them but it's not only a threat for them especially when in the the chant itself they were talking about jewish people mm-hmm. and they weren't wearing you know kkk like memorabilia yeah or garments or anything it was there was confederate flags there but yes um I didn't see hoods. No, no, there were no hoods. Um, And that's what a lot of people were talking about is the fact that, like, these um, disgusting Nazis are unashamed. They Mm -hmm. felt empowered and emboldened by this administration. They felt that it was okay for them to exist. I mean, exist in the first place, but especially exist in a public place and try and spread their disgusting ideologies. Yep. Um, Which was why so many people were so horrified. I mean, among other reasons. Oh, yeah. But, like... (coughs) Hot. So the reason this whole, there's this whole, like, not even debate, because it really shouldn't be a debate, but yeah. there's, like, confusion yes. over um, who this is, like, not not exactly who this is targeting, but who this, who will be kind of targeted first and foremost. Yes. Is because this, so the, the Nazis were um, protesting the removal of, like, a Robert E. Lee statue on yes. the UVA campus, I believe, and... Yeah, we right, knew this was going to happen. Yeah. Um, and so, like, for people who might not know much about, like, I guess, Civil War history, Robert E. Lee was, like, the commander of, like, the Southern Army who wanted to keep slavery in America, um, and he's very much, like, a figurehead for slavery. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so, with, like, people, obviously people on the UVA campus were like, can we please get rid of this because it is a symbol for, you know, oppression and yes. racism and And slavery. the school agreed to take it down. Right. Um, and so that's when the Nazis showed up and were like, hey, don't do that. You should keep it up. Um, and, like, had had that been it, had it just been, like, a bunch of gross entitled white boys showing up and being like, no, don't take down our dad, um, <laughs> then, like, that's, that, you know, this whole, this would be a whole entirely different story. Yeah. But the blatant fact that they showed up in Nazi memorabilia. Yeah, they literally were wearing swastikas and they had Confederate flags. If it was one or the other, it would make it more black and white. Yeah. But it's, they <clears throat> really are going after everyone who is not white. Yeah. Um, that's, that's kind of where this whole confusion comes from. So like, yes, um, their initial target was obviously trying to like keep the racist statue up, but that does not undercut the fact that um, all of their chanting and all of their outfits and what was going on there was blatantly, blatantly anti-Semitic. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, that's why people, that's why people, especially Jewish people are saying, um, you know, 
these guys are Nazis, and, you know, historically Nazis kind of came for us first, so we're all yes. freaking out. Yeah. Which, like, I think is completely reasonable. Absolutely. So this is getting into the events that happened today. So, I mean, okay. Okay. Although I feel, I mean, I feel... Well, we could call it a man-free Facebook group. Yeah. Okay. That works. So, we are part of this, like, man-free Facebook group. Um, I don't know how you found it, Nicole, but you found it first. I didn't, I did not actually even find it. Oh, really? I was random, not, well, yeah, okay. I wasn't randomly added to it, but, because the way that you get added to this group is by other members that are already part of the group. Um, so one of my friends, um, added me to the group without any warning. And so when I, yeah, when I got the notification, like, hey, you're part of this group, I, like, clicked on it, and I was like, what, what is all this about? And so, like, um, at that point in time, this was, like, a while ago. Yeah. So, at that point in time, the group was not, like, how it is now. Um, and, like, back then, the group was just very much about, like, sharing feminist ideas Mm -hmm. and, um, talking about, like, you know, the oppression that we face from, like, men especially, which is why it was anti, not anti-men, but, like, um, male-free. Yeah, there's, like, some anger in there, but I think we're entitled to that anger yeah, towards yeah, yeah. men. Um, it was just, like, like the atmosphere was very, like, reasonable and, like, yes. logical. And we really wanted to foster debates about, like, queer... Because, like, the, the description itself talks about it being a safe space for um, queer people, women-identified people, femmes. Um, and then it also mentioned that it's, like... And this is kind of where everything goes down. It's a woman of color centric or centered or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like um, the founder of this group is a woman of color um, and she, she used to not be, when I was, when I was more active in the group, Mm -hmm. like a a couple months back, she was nowhere near like what she was today when this whole thing went down. Um, she used to be a lot more, like, fostering of, like, conversations about really important things. Like, yeah. we would talk about <clears throat> how racist the conception of, like, the IQ test is and stuff oh, like yeah. that. And so it was, like, really interesting, um, not, yeah, it wasn't even debates. It was just, like, really interesting conversations and stuff like that. Um, and, like, other women would post in the group about, like, issues that they're having in their personal lives. And other people would come in and, like, offer advice, stuff like that. Yes. And so, you know, I noticed that this group really had not been speaking about Charlottesville, right. necessarily. Um, and, you know, I mean, I have a few, like, other groups that I belong in, but it's, like, the Mabim Bam group. And then a personal <laughs> right. Facebook group that I have, which, like, you know, isn't, like, that diverse of a group of people that are in there. So I figured, you know, not the best place to go for what I wanted to ask. Um so I, you know, believe in action, and I also, this is not great on my part, <laughs> but I kind of, so recently the the founder of the group had posted something about wanting to vet white women in the group. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> she, like, proposed, um, she was like, I want to have a serious discussion about, um, like, vetting white women that are already in the group, and also barring any more white women from entering the group on either a temporary or permanent basis. Yeah. Which, like, that's your prerogative, I guess. Yeah. As, like, the person who invented the group. Um, but, like, it, that kind of thing strikes me as very weird. It is a little weird. Like, at, at some level, like, I understand, like, right. you shouldn't have to always, like, cater to white women. Absolutely. Like, why? 
But also, you already had them in, so kicking them out is a little weird. Also, from being in the group for so long, white women, from what I've seen, rarely were the ones that were dominating the, the conversation. conversation or yeah, usually posting. just, like, looking at things and, like, learning, which yeah, is sharing good. articles and stuff like that. Yeah. I'd never really seen an issue, but, I mean, again, I'm gonna go ahead and put a disclaimer. I am a white woman, so, like, yeah. I'm not gonna be saying, like, well, just because I didn't notice it needs... Doesn't it, mean that it didn't happen. Yeah, exactly. yeah, It probably did, and we just didn't pay attention, because also Facebook's I, on an algorithm, so we yeah. don't always see I also everything. had to stop... I had to turn off notifications for the group, because... It's a lot. Yeah, I mean, as more people got... I was added when there were maybe 300 people in the group. Oh, yeah. There's now almost 700, I think. <sighs> yeah, so the Facebook traffic for that has um, cranked way up, so I had to turn off notifications for it. So I have not been following in the past months, and maybe the whole, like, white women problem has been bigger problem. than we know. Um, but whatever. Fact of the matter is that today... Yeah, so Nicole, like, texted me about this, and I was like, hmm, <laughs> part of me just, like, I don't know, maybe it was, like, pent-up rage against my grandmother who was getting on my nerves, or, you know, the fact that this Charlottesville thing is very stressful, especially as a Jewish person. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what I... I posted this thinking that this was either gonna go one way or the other. Yeah. Either it was going to be like, you know, like, supportive and helpful and, like, what I actually wanted to get out of the post. Or I was going to incite a lot of anger, which was going to, you know, feed my rage, but (laughs) not good. Like, I know I can tend to be an instigator and I really have been trying to be better, but this was not my day. Also, Um, to be fair, again, the events at Charlottesville are very traumatic and, like, nobody was talking about it in the group. And this whole talk about, like, because... and should, this was also kind of a test to see... If we should stay in the group, because lately Nicole and I have been feeling... Really l- uncomfortable. Like, pretty uncomfortable. So, like, it was it was a lot of things at once. Um, and I do feel kind of bad about posting this, but I'm also glad that I did, because I don't want to be in a space like this. Yeah. Um, so what I posted was... I'm going to read this word for word, because it's not that long. Um... Not sure where else to post this, but the Charlottesville events have really shaken me. I want to speak up and do something, but as a Jew, I really and truly feel sick to my stomach if I even think about it for more than a minute. I know it's a shitty, terrified thing to say, but I know they'll start attacking Jews first, just like they always do. And I don't believe anyone will defend us because so many people believe horrible anti-Semitic bullshit. But dot dot dot. How do I cope? Can I even cope? Is there a way to help heal from ancestral trauma? That was in quotes, the ancestral trauma. Um, Enough to move forward and work with a positive counter movement. You know, like, sort of asking, like, saying I am, you know, emotionally in pain, but I want to do something. How do I get moving forwards? Mm -hmm. And it Um, should be noted that, like, one of the other reasons why this was being asked in this group specifically, with it being woman of color centric, is that obviously women of color have... Are, they're very familiar with ancestral trauma. Yeah, and I figured that there were also Jewish women in this group, you know, maybe even Jewish women of color, which is even better, because, yeah. like, they... Well, also, I, I, from what I have noticed, um, women in co- women of color, can I speak, tend to be, you know, more active in marches and things, yeah. because they understand the power of action, whereas, like, um, white-passing women tend to be more passive. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, they can get away with not being active for longer right um so this immediately started a fire so like we've mentioned it they were saying anti-semitic stuff at this 
white people Nazi riot thing. Um, And... Was it, like, first comment? The first comment's bad. So I also want to mention that the reason that I said that I know that they'll start attacking the Jews first, because they always do, is because, yes, they do always attack the Jews first. Historically, we've been sort of attacked or kicked out of a country every, I'd say, recently over the past few hundred years. It's been about every 50 to 70 years. We've had an influx of anti-Semitism. And since the 40s, it's gone down. So we're at that mark again. It is time for it to kick back up. So am I surprised? No, I'm not surprised. Also, you've heard that poem, like, they came for the somethings, but then they came for the other ones, and I didn't say anything, and then they came for me last, and there was no one left to protect me. Yeah. Um, I, okay, this is gonna get long and complicated before we get into what the actual comments were, because I want to give even more, like, context. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're gonna go way, way back to the good old days of Jewish slavery in Egypt. Um, lots of people like to forget that, but the Jews don't. We recount it every year at Passover. Ancestral trauma is very big in the Jewish community, um, but Passover's the best holiday. That's a little disclaimer. Mm-hmm. Best food. Um, but, you know, like, we know the history of Passover very, very well. We know that no one came for the Jews. No one, you know, took care of us. We had to get ourselves out of slavery in Egypt. Um, and when Moses went to Sinai before, you know, the 40-year journey across the Negev, which is not that big, um, uh, God sent Moses down with the covenant, which, you know, the Ten Commandments, and the covenant is a contract between the Jewish people and God. And basically what it is, is, um, and, you know, like, this is sort of, like, very, very basic, going back thousands of years, belief of the Jewish people doesn't necessarily mean nearly as much today, but it's still, like, in there, and I feel like it's something inherent that still is pervasive to this day, um, is that for, um, because God took the Jews out of Egypt, our agreement with him is that we will, um, help to set others free until the whole world is free and then the Messiah will come or whatever, or at least there will be peace, you know, who cares if the Messiah is there or not. Um, so that, you know, went on forever. And then, you know, Spanish Inquisition, the Russian pogroms, you know, being kicked in and out and all around Russia, like, whoa, whoa I meant Europe, but also <laughs> Russia and also the Middle East, you know. They've, the Jewish diaspora takes place all over all of Europe. It's enormous. And like, I mean, you know, comment if you want us to do a lesson on the Jewish diaspora, because we can, we just, you know, I've kind of mentioned it sparingly. Cause By it's... we, I really just mean Jesse. <laughs> I know the word diaspora, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, very complicated, and, like, I mean, I only know it semi-well, because it's, you know, like, my whole family history, like, whatever. Um, So, um, but, like, no one cared when the Jews were being kicked from country to country. No one cared. Um, People only cared, you know, when six million of us died, Um, and it's still kind of debatable how much people cared, because... Well, that's that's another story for another day. Yeah. But um, six million Jews died. Eleven thousand, no, eleven million people died overall. Um, a lot of those people being the Roma and um, gay men. Um, the Roma, if you don't know, um, I think we've mentioned them before. Um, look up what the G slur is. Look up Roma, Romani. 
Um, I'm going to refer to them as the Roma because that's what I'm familiar with. Yeah. Um, just in case that ever happens in another podcast. Yeah. Um, but, you know, people started to care about, like, how anti-Semitic they were after so many of our people died. Yeah. Um, and, you know, after the Holocaust, there's this big slogan of never again. Yes. 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 Um, and I think I mentioned it before um, because, you know, like we lost so many of our people. Like, we should never let this happen again to anyone. That's why, um, if you know anything about the Rwandan genocide, Mm -hmm. and I think also the Ugandan genocide, I definitely know about the Ugandan one. There was enormous amounts of efforts from Jewish communities to help people in those areas because, you know, as a community that has survived genocide multiple times, um, we take it upon ourselves to help other people in those situations, you know, and to help free them from that oppression. Um, and I, you know, I also mentioned, well, you do, you know, Nicole, not everyone <laughs> listening knows, but in the second episode of Avocado Toast, I also mentioned how, um, Jewish people were very involved in the civil rights movement, um, yeah, yeah. sort of before the rise of the Black Panthers and, you know, like larger, discontent with jewish people being part of um their allyship so my back so okay now back to the present so we talked about how um jews are you know we take it upon ourselves to help free other people you know help repair the world we believe that you know mitzvot good deeds or commandments were commanded to do good deeds um you know is necessary to move society and, you know, it helps everyone. Yeah. Um, so what the fuck did I even mention that for? Oh, okay. So I mentioned that because we know during the Holocaust, very few people cared about saving the Jews. There were ton of tons and tons of people that kind of identified as fascists during this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one came for the Jews. No one really cared about the Jews. Um, And also, as I mentioned later in this post, um, Jews are an easy target. The reason Jews are an easy target is because, first, Jews are white passing for the most part, Um, especially in the U.S. because most people who are Jewish in the U.S. um, are Ashkenazi, which means that their ancestors are more European than anything else. Mm -hmm. Um, Also... What the fuck? They've been excluded from every other group. Yes, yes, they have been excluded from every other group, and I totally lost my train of thought. They're an easy target because... Oh, yeah, yeah. Like you said, they're excluded from every other group. Um, And also, they're a perfect target right now because of the additional rise in distaste and almost hatred for the Jewish people um, from people of color. Um, because I mentioned in episode two, um, the Black Lives Matter movement is, um, pretty anti-Semitic because they're very, very anti-Zionist. And very pro-Palestine, right? And very pro-Palestine. I mean, we all know, I think that there's a way to achieve a positive solution on both ends. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but, so yeah, there's also justice for Palestine, um, we're not going to get into the relationship between Jews and Muslims, but it's not usually that pretty. Um, there's a lot of Muslim people in the U S right now. There's a lot of Christians. There is a ton, a ton, a ton of people of color in the U S and many of them see the Jews as white and 
these white Nazis are able to sort of convince everyone that Jews are part of this, like, social stratosphere or, like, what is it? Like, hierarchy? Yeah, I guess. Which, like, doesn't exist. Um, it really doesn't exist. And so, like, it's easy to make everyone hate the Jews. And that's sort of where my fear was in this post, was I was saying that, like, they, like, lots of people hate us. We're an easy scapegoat to get sort of attacking first. Yeah. Um, And, like, so you've probably heard about the bomb threats and, you know, like, people spray swastikas, swastikas on Jewish shit all the time. Um, But it's been more and more and more. There's been, you know, like physical attacks on Jewish people and like there's tons of stuff that just like isn't in the news because the news doesn't want to report on Jewish issues because then like oh they're owned by the Jews or you know something else anti-semitic right um so I feel like the events that took place with Shia LaBeouf and his MoMA yes of exhibit should be a pretty good indicator that like Jewish issues are still a really important thing and also they do face like physical threats and stuff like that yes but yes um so this post had a lot of just like immediate anger vitriol (sighs) yeah so this jewish girl um i'm gonna call her rebecca sure she decided that she was gonna immediately comment that's fine she's jewish she has a right to comment on this not like the people of color didn't but she's gonna come up and you know disagree with me at least it's a jewish person first Mm -hmm. um she says that um it was only about the robert e lee statue being taken down um which proves that jews were not the primary target for their hate i don't know if that proves anything (laughs) but yes um and she says that as jews we have a responsibility to recognize how dangerous this hate is and fight against it but as white passing, we're probably not the most at risk group here. Which everyone then kept on going into, like people kept on posting, this isn't about white Jews. This isn't about white Jews. It's not about Jews. Jews are white. It's not about them. Not even close to true. Um, and then many of these people were also saying that um, uh, Jews aren't the target because they aren't the ones being attacked by the police. This is two Two different issues. issues. You can be in the police and be a Nazi. That's totally possible. But this was about people who were at this Nazi rally. Not necessarily about policemen. Yeah, it's different from state violence. And, like, they could not understand this. So going back to what I ended sort of my post with was, like, how do I deal with this, like, fear and, like, you know, ancestral trauma and move forward and, you know, be working towards the greater good Mm -hmm. and it was met entirely with hatred Mm -hmm. which like that's fine you can disagree but it was like i think it was more like active attacks yeah um do you want to you were you also read it so i also want to say that this whole entire thread reading it like i was not even the topic of debate here and i was getting the worst stress headache ever um like jesse said these people we're taking what she was saying uh entirely out of context and um they were making it jews against black people which is which was not what it was yeah and then tons and tons of people were commenting um 
this is so selfish. Why are you making it about yourself? Which is what really got This my- post was about me. Yeah. <laughs> this post was about me being able to do good for mm-hmm. more people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so, like... There- it was like these people forgot how to read. Yeah. The... the- I think, I really think that the biggest issue arose, I mean, aside from, like, the internalized anti-Semitism that these people have, because, like, nobody would own up to the fact that what they were saying was Was anti-Semitic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there, there was just, I think it was a clear, like, miscommunication, where Jesse was specifically asking about, like, hey, these Nazis showed up to this campus chanting really anti-Semitic things, um, how do I cope with this and how do I, you know, take action against this kind of really violent anti-Semitism, which everyone else on the post read that as, oh, she, this white girl is coming in, which, like, also, that's... Misleading. <laughs> misleading, well, I was gonna say misleading, but also, like, at one point, um, the leader of the group asked, like, um, who let this woman in here? And Jesse was like, I'm not a woman, thanks. Yeah, I was like, uh, thanks for misgendering me, you yeah. know, in a quote-unquote queer safe space. Right. Um, and so, like, um... Not all, uh, cis women-attracted women are, uh, you know, queer-friendly. Yeah, I know. Um, and so, like, but, like, basically, uh, a lot of people were saying, like, who is this white girl, um, saying that, like, the Jews are gonna be the first target. Because I like, fucking know things about <laughs> Jewish history. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and they were just saying the the their whole argument was that um, Jesse was like erasing all of the state violence that. No, I people... know. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I just want to interrupt because I'm so steamed. Yeah, all of the uh, Jesse was erasing all of the state violence that people of color face on a daily basis. But again, we want to reiterate: these are two separate issues that are being talked about right now. We in no way. Um, we're ever trying to discredit any of the plights that people of color face, obviously. Yeah. But, like, we've been very vocal about um, state violence against people of color on pretty much every other platform except for except that group. For, oh, I was also going to say this podcast just because we haven't had the time to do research. Right, right. But, like, specifically, we neither of us have posted about it in that group specifically. Yes. Because we are both white passing and we don't feel that it's our place yeah, it's to lead definitely any not our discussion place. about it. Yeah. But people, a lot of people were taking that and being like, um, oh, you're, it's a privilege for you to only be shocked now. I've been shocked since I was four and <laughs> learned about the Holocaust. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, <sighs> and again, they were specifically speaking about, like, it's a privilege for you to be shocked um, now. And, like, they follow that up with basically, like, shocked now about, like, state violence against black people. This isn't about state violence, And though. it's also, Yeah. Um, and so, like, the whole entire post just got... It was just a clusterfuck. Yeah, it was really awful. And, like, you had... The thing that really broke my heart, and this is, again, coming from someone who's not Jewish, mm-hmm. is seeing other Jewish women, like, jumping in to defend all of the anti-Semitic That made stuff. me so upset. Yeah. Like, these Jewish women who, like, don't understand that we don't really belong in any other group. So, like, we have to... Okay, going back to sort of the self-identifying Jewish thing again. Um, I think I mentioned before that I sort of take my lead on whether or not Jews are white based off of um, Mizrahi Jews because, you know, they are living in Israel for the most part and, like, most of them don't see themselves as white Mm because most of them aren't. They see themselves as Jewish first, you know, like, (sighs) yes, whatever, whatever. Um, So these women have, like, internalized this, like, post- 
World War II technically anti-Semitic rhetoric that Jews are white because they look white. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's not true. Mm -hmm. And we aren't treated as white. And anti-Semites can fucking tell when you're Jewish. Like, I don't know why this is hard for many other people to, like, recognize. But, like, I can see with my two eyes when another person is Jewish. I mentioned that before. Mm -hmm. And, like, anti-Semites can do the same fucking thing. That's kind of their whole M.O. Yeah, that is their M.O. They need to suss out the Jewish people so they can get rid of them. Because they think that Jews are an impurity on the white race, which is ridiculous. Yeah. We, fuck, I just hate it. Um, but... Yeah, these women, like, really were, like, you don't even get to talk about this issue that's actually affecting you. That was amazing, Nicole. I'm so sorry. I just love smelling this candle. <laughs> um, yeah. You yeah. You to talk about the issue, which, this, the, the thing that is really just... Because, like, this isn't uncommon, but, like, I knew this happened in many places, especially on Tumblr, but to experiencing it myself was so, like frustrating it's like you can't reach these people it really and truly is this such a similar mentality to um just sort of like generalized um ignorance Mm -hmm. i guess um without being you know harmful towards these people because um sort of forced ignorance on an issue is a big problem and can you know lead to further ignorance that is harmful Mm -hmm. um did you have something you wanted to say? Well, no, I'm just, I was going through the post again, because, like, Jesse left the... I did leave the group. <laughs> which I think is the thing that we, Jesse and I kept texting each other while this whole thing was going on, because we were like, what the fuck? It was like, they could have blocked me from the group the entire time, and, like... They never did. It got to a point where I was like, like, when are they gonna block me? Like, do I keep arguing with these people that aren't gonna, you know understand that what they're saying is anti-semitic whether or not they're jewish and whether or not they realize that this affects jewish people as well and the specific rally affects jewish people much more than the state violence has affected jewish people because state violence affects people of color yeah it targets like, them. pretty much like that's they don't really impact jews right um but yeah i was just looking through it and it's I, but, um hold on wait but i ended up leaving after that because yeah. it was frustrating yeah yeah um, and so, like, uh, speaking of ignorance, like, a, a couple people were calling Jesse ignorant for, like, posting this, which I thought was very... Weird. Weird, considering she is a Jewish person who, you know, is affected by, you know, Nazis being uh, in America, especially kind of close to us, considering, like, where we live. Yeah, Charlottesville is, like, a few hours... Well, it's, like, four hours away, but... Like, I think of, like, states bordering. Yeah, Virginia is right there. It's just frustrating that... People can't realize that the rise of Nazism affects many, many groups because they're only for themselves. And they have this, like, power that's sort of given to them. And so, like, also, the thing that's very interesting is that many, many of these women in this group had, like, no idea that anti-Semitism's been growing since, like, at least 2011 is when I remember seeing, like, the first sort of, like, articles and things about it. But, um, because it doesn't make big news, um, and because Jews are such a teeny, teeny, tiny minority, we can't, we don't have this power to sort of blow up media the way that people of color do. Mm -hmm. Because, like, yeah, you can share it with, like, 
your Jewish friends, but probably your Jewish parents will be like, well, if we just don't, you know, if we don't ruffle their feathers, we'll be able to survive, which, you know, isn't really true. Yeah. But, um, you know, that also comes from ancestral trauma. Like, many of our parents are afraid to get involved because of what has happened to their grandparents or their parents. Right. Like... Um, and I wanted to say, so, like, other people on the post were, were, because a lot of people specifically took issue with Jesse saying, um, Jewish people are going to get targeted first. I think by these Nazis, we are strategically more likely to be in line for their first target. Yeah. And so people were uh, blowing up about this, but one person specifically said the first targets were Black Lives Matter counter-protests, as if that proves that yeah. these are the first targets. So when I saw that, I texted Jesse. And I was like, this woman doesn't understand that the reason why Black Lives Matter counter-protesters were quote-unquote the first target, as in, like, the first casualties mm-hmm. of this kind of thing, is because they have an organized group to rally behind. Yes. Jewish people do not have that. I think I commented, yeah. like, sort of saying what you were saying, but then I also said, who are Jews going to rally behind? Hillel? That's a fucking joke. Yeah, that's exactly what you said. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just... So, like, there's... The... And also, like, the person that died was actually a white woman. Yes. Um, Yeah, and I think they tried to call me out for that. They were like, oh, now you're afraid because a white woman died? No. White women die every day. And, like, I'm afraid because of the intentions of these targeted attacks from these Nazis. Um, But, yeah, so, like, when I I saw that, I was like, I mean, factually, you're correct. Like, Black Lives Matter counter-protesters were They were there, yeah. And there... But that is specifically it. They were the first responders, kind of. Yeah. Um, or not, not even necessarily... Also, there's not that many Jews in Charlottesville. The The whole situation is, like, complex, obviously, as, yeah. most, as most situations are. But, like, taking things at face value and not... The other thing that was just, like, really bothering me is that a lot of women were telling you... Um, like, you need to, like, analyze yourself. You need to do some, like, internal, um, like, evaluations of, like, what you're saying and all this other kind of stuff. And I was like, you don't understand that you're taking, like, the events that have happened here and just kind of, like, saying, like, oh, because, you know, Black Lives Matter was there, they are the targets. And, like, oh, because because it was Robert E. Lee's statue, they were the targets, completely ignoring the fact that Nazis, A, they were Nazis, and B, that Nazis, you know, Hey Jews. Yeah. And also what they were fucking saying out of their mouths. I kept on every time I would comment, yeah. reply or whatever, I felt like I needed to say this every single time was that they said the Jews will not replace us. I said it in many, many comments. Mm-hmm. Um and I also towards the end, before I left, I kept on posting about how like I had been asking for help. One person actually commented and said, we don't owe you anything. I was like, yeah, that's why I was asking. <laughs> this was a request. It wasn't a demand that you helped yeah. me. Yeah, and even if I demand, like, you don't have to, you don't have to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's one more thing that I wanted to talk about, not necessarily specifically about this particular chain of events that took place, yeah. but other stuff that I've seen in the group um, that recently happened as well. So this one um, other person in the group posted, like, and this girl actually wound up leaving the group. Either that or, I don't think she was kicked out, because if they didn't kick you out, they, um, <laughs> they should have kicked me out. They really should have. Like, like I'm not I'm not saying that you deserve to get kicked out. No, no, like, that's so what they should, if they were that upset, they should have kicked me out, you know? Mm-hmm. I was honestly expecting my post to be blocked. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so this person posted in the group, can I ask for someone to educate me? Another white... Yes, I saw this. Um, because I sent it to you and I was like, do you see how... This is actually kind of what started this whole chain of events. Yes. So so this woman said, can I ask for someone to educate me? Another white person just told me that, quote, Hispanic, um, is considered derogatory in some places. Is this true? Now, I am Hispanic. I am half Spanish, you know, my... (laughs) Half of my family is from Spain. Yeah. Um, and kind of also, like... I mean, Ancestry.com told me that I'm also, like, part Middle Eastern and part North oh, African. Cool. But that's just probably because of, like, the Spanish Moors and everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact of the matter is that I am Spanish and therefore Hispanic. And for people who might not know the distinction between, like, Hispanic and Latina or Latinx or whatever. Yeah. Hispanic just means from a Spanish-speaking country. Yeah. So, like, this includes South America. It includes Spain. Cuba. Uh, Cuba. Yeah. All those places. Um... Latinx specifically talks about South American. Yes. Um, because that is, that is just how it is. It's Latin America. Um, but this is about Hispanic. Um, and so this person who is white had asked, you know, can you educate me? Um, and immediately this post was met with people saying like, how dare you? This is so insulting. Um, you know, uh, nobody owes you an explanation of these kinds of things. Um, there's this thing called Google. You should use it sometime. Like, would they say that to the person to their face? Almost definitely not. Usually when someone asks you a thoughtful question like that, you answer politely. Yeah. That's like a normal way to react. Um, and so this is where a lot of my, um, not even anger, but I'm just like... Discomfort? Discomfort. And I'm just also just really over this group Mm -hmm. comes from is that, um... And this is also coming, like, a lot of white people came on the post and they were saying, like, I'm white and I'm disgusted by this question. Like, people (laughs) people were literally using the terms, like, I'm disgusted, I'm so disappointed, this is sad, all this kind of stuff. And they were saying, like, basically what I just said, like, nobody owes you an explanation, you need to do this research I wish I had commented on that before I even posted my thing. Um, And so, like, the thing that I wanted to touch upon was, like, this whole, like kind of loop around when it comes to progressivism yes and liberalism where it is possible to take your progressivism your liberalism too far um just like with neoliberalism where like you want to be so progressive that you think everybody should have a vote there is this kind of progressivism where people think that um no one is allowed to ask any questions anymore about other yeah uh, cultures or races people will always still need to learn yeah And so my biggest issue is that when people tell other people, you need to educate yourself in, let me back this up. When someone, when a white person especially asks a thoughtful question, a question that is in no way meant to be like racist or whatever, and they just Mm -hmm. genuinely want to know a piece of information, especially when it comes to like being sensitive, being sensitive. Yeah. These kinds of questions. Um, when that is met with people telling them, like, go Google it, nobody owes you an answer, all this kind of stuff, that's very dangerous because, number one, Google is a shithole. Yeah. Um, Google can come up with, because especially because we know, you know, the most radical, um, you know, factions of movements and stuff like that are the most vocal. Yeah. Um, you know, Google doesn't filter anything. Or, like, it does, no. but it filters by, like, hits and, like, what's the most popular, what will most likely be relevant to your search. 
So if someone, you know, Googles, like, is Hispanic a slur, you're probably going to get a shit ton of articles saying, like, yes, it's a slur, you shouldn't use it, which, as a Hispanic person, that's just untrue. I've never in my entire life heard the word Hispanic used as a derogatory yeah, term. Yeah, no. Um, and so... I mean, I'm sure you could, with inflection, but you can do that for anything. Anything, exactly. So, like, when... It's just dangerous because... It's better to have someone come to you with a question and you give them, like, a well-informed answer than for that person to go to Google and possibly be met with some of the most whack shit you can think of. Yeah, you. when someone asks you a thoughtful question like that, the best thing to do is to give them good information. Yeah. If you want them to be educated, sometimes, most of the time, you have to do that educating. Right. And, like, we again, do not believe that, like, women of color, especially, like, oh, people, like, they don't, and that, but, like, that's kind of specifically talking about people who are ignorant and don't want to learn. Yes. When someone actually reaches out to you and wants to kind of dispel any, um, misconceptions that they might have about your group, I think it's incredibly important for you to actually, you know, give them the information. It's super important, yeah. Um, and so, like, when I see that kind of stuff in the group, especially coming from white women saying, like, this is their space, this is unacceptable for you to ask this, I'm like, where else are they supposed to get this information from, like, reliable sources? And that's actually what the woman, the original poster, said. Yeah. They were like, um, I'm sorry, like, I, I, you know, in the very beginning, I specifically said, like, can, like, can you guys educate me? It was a request, not a demand. Mm-hmm. And they also mentioned how, like, I wanted to hear personal testimonies because I tr- I wanted, you know, I, I trust actual, like, people that I know than yeah. I, more than I trust Google. But, of course, you had everyone else in the post saying, like, you need to leave this group and you need to, like, assess mm-hmm. yourself and then maybe you can come back. You need to open up your eyes. So, like, the whole group has just turned into this really gross, toxic environment that yeah. doesn't want to foster any kind of education. Which is probably, in the end, more detrimental to them than having a space where these people can learn. Yeah, I'm very worried about the other women that are in that group, or the other people that are in that group. I want to say I don't care about them, but I know they're going to be a problem later on. Yeah, and the thing that makes me... For greater society, not for us specifically. Yeah, I mean, even for me specifically, the thing that worries me is the person that added me to the group. Like, she's still part of the group. I haven't seen her be active in it for a while, but I know that she was... She was really active around the same time that I was really active, and then we both kind of cooled off for a while. But, like, I don't want her reading this kind of stuff and, like, getting it in her... I kept telling Jesse, I described it as being, like, brainwashed. It really feels like it, especially if you've got Jewish women not even worried at all about anti-Semitism. That's a big problem. Yeah, which a lot of Jewish women on the post were kind of saying, like, this isn't about us, this is... But it is. (laughs) So it's just been... Today has been exhausting. Yeah. Um... And I, yeah, if you hear Jewish people talking about the Charlottesville event, don't discount them because it does affect them. And if you are a, if you are anyone, this is about um, Jewish people and people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, so just, you know, be cognizant of that. And if you can, um, I actually, someone who I follow on Twitter was like, I feel very upset about this um, whole Charlottesville thing, but I don't even know what there is that I can do. And I responded to her saying, if you can, you should really try and elevate Jewish voices because right now they're not being heard. Yeah. Um, and I think that's important because um, 
there is a much larger platform for people of color to be heard, mm-hmm. which is great because they need yeah, to be heard on this. Absolutely. Um, because it's a big threat for them. But since Jewish people don't have that, you know, largeness of numbers, mm-hmm. it helps when we have allies who are there to support us, mm-hmm. you know, because that also helps alleviate some of the fear as well. Exactly. That about does it, yeah. Um, hopefully this sort of, like, reached the title of what the episode was, because we were talking about progressive um, anti-Semitism. You think yeah. that got across, right? Yeah, basically, like, the whole thing boils down to, like, there's this modern idea that um, you can't be, like, I guess pro-Jewish and... Like, pro-people of color? Pro-people of color. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Um, yeah, the, and because the whole thing basically stems from people um, misunderstanding, the, people thinking, conflating Jewish people with whiteness. Yeah, and especially also this is kind of intertwined with um, Israel and Palestine. Mm-hmm. Hmm, Israel and <laughs> Palestine? Um, um, because I think um, Jews are, what did I say? Um, like, Implicit, like, white oppressors? Well, yeah, like, conquerors of the area or whatever. Something like that. What is it called? Colonizers. Oh, yeah. Which, like, is it true? We talked about that in the other episode on anti-Semitism. Um, so it's those two issues sort of make it very misunderstood. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, we don't have any... <laughs> we obviously don't have any ill will towards, like, how this affects... People of color, People of color, because yeah. it definitely does. Obvi- and I think because Charlottesville probably... It's got a much higher population of people of color than exactly. Jewish people. It's just very bizarre that they decided to talk specifically about Jewish people and use Nazi paraphernalia. And that's been erased. That's been erased. Yeah. Um, and like specifically talk about Jewish people when there's when it's that's not like necessarily the population of Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's that. <sighs> yeah, this is a long episode. Sorry, guys. Also, sorry we were not there. Um, we recently have a Venmo a group account that you guys can donate to. So if you wanted to do a one-time donation instead of, you know, the Patreon, which we have, which is, it's like a subscription yeah, sort of payment thing. You, like, pay per month or something weird like that. Yeah, it's weird, but we would appreciate if you wanted to do either one. Mm-hmm. It'll be linked below like it usually is. Yeah. Um, feel free to, if you do donate, we will give you a shout out just so you know. Um, also we have a new email that'll be also down below in the bottom. And also thank you to the ACE podcast network for adding us to your network. Hell yeah. 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 Sorry that this episode got real heavy. I mean, not, our episodes are usually like pretty serious. Um, but this got like especially heavy yeah because this i mean this is a very personal episode yeah and i hope that like it didn't i hope we made it very clear that we are very supportive of people of color especially in how this affects them yeah it's just that this the erasure of the you know effect on jewish people yeah is highly problematic we wanted to highlight that and that was kind of shot down in this group, oh, unfortunately. Yes. <laughs> um, if you need to know any specifics or are curious, feel free to contact us individually. We'd rather not post about it and, you know, risk anything for these people, you know? Yeah, because, like, it. no matter what happened with this whole post, um, we still support, like, the basic ideas of that group. Yeah. Um, you know, we're... And these people shouldn't be targeted for anything just because, like, just... they disagreed. Yeah. Um... But if, if you were looking to maybe 
avoid that group. Yeah, we can um, help you avoid it. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't want to kind of do that thing publicly. Yep. But that's that. Please join our Facebook group. Uh, Grandma wants it al dente, colon. Grandma needs it al dente. I almost said I'm gonna munch. <laughs> I'm gonna crunch. Thank you.